Welcome to Meet the Actor at the Apple Store Regent Street in London. Please welcome guest moderator Anna Smith. Hi everyone, welcome. Welcome to the Q&A with John Hamm for Million Dollar Arm, an inspirational sports movie from Disney. Uh, before we welcome John to the stage, uh, let's have a look at the trailer for the film. India is the last great untapped market. What is with all the honking? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We find new fans there. The financial opportunities are endless. And you want to set this up like it's a talent contest. Exactly. See, once we go over there and find these guys, we bring them back here, we train them in L.A., then we get them signed with a professional franchise. Can you do it in one year? Oh. Sure. An American company is hoping to find a cricketer to throw a very fast ball with the chance to win $1 million. Don't waste your time. You have real work to do. It's a great opportunity for all of us. The potential of this thing is off the chart. Ray, you feeling it? I'm feeling something. I think it's the dinner I had last night. If you were to win the contest, what would you do with the money? Oh! You know what we call that? Juice. What? You want juice? I'll get it. They're gonna have a great time in LA. Lots of fun. These boys from these villages, it's life-changing for them. And for you, it's a great responsibility. This thing, these kids, I have a lot riding on this. Okay, so how's it going? Is it very hard? I don't like seeing that side of you. What side is that? The side that puts the deal before everything else. Well, maybe that's just who I am. Maybe. I hope not. Hey, guys, come on. Let's have some fun. I got you something. Really? Brought you the Taj Mahal. This is amazing. Guys, no matter what happens, I have never been more proud of anyone in my entire life. Hey, brothers, I'm seeing my dream in both of you. Okay, boys, knock him dead. All right, go ahead, say it. Did you kiss Miss Brenda? No. <laughs> she kissed me. Oh! Jimmy! Oh, Great stuff. Well, let us welcome to the stage. Please put your hands together for John Ham. Come on down. Here he is. Welcome. Good to see you. Uh, hi. Thank you for having me, and thank you for coming, and thank you for being so numerous. It's, it is a good uh, turnout, isn't it? As I expected. Nice, yes. Yeah. I know everyone gets free Apple stuff when you leave here. You know that's part <laughs> of the deal. I don't think I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth. <laughs> just you take anything you want on the way out. Now you've it's, done it. <laughs> Well, um, congratulations on the film. I've been lucky enough to see it. Thank you very a much. A lot of fun, inspiring stuff, fun for the family. Also very amusing, as I guess you guys just saw from the trailer. Um, tell us a bit about your character, because he's based on a real-life person, isn't yes, he? Yes, it is, it is uh, based on a true story, although we, haven't, we didn't really take very many liberties with it. Uh, yeah. uh, it's, uh, it really happened. Uh, it, and it's, uh, as, as uh, 
uh, Bill Paxton's character in the in the film says it, it, it's not impossible what happened to these two boys, but it is highly improbable. And uh, uh, essentially, uh, uh, this guy, the character I play, J.B. Bernstein, is a sports agent who had the big idea to go over to India and train, sort of repurpose uh, to find two cricket bowlers and, and, and repurpose them into Major League Baseball players. Uh, so he sort of barnstormed around India and, and made up this uh, uh, reality show format sort of contest. Uh, to find the two best baseball pitchers in India, a country of over a billion people that have never played baseball ever in their life. Uh, so he found these two boys who could who could uh, bring it, and uh, and uh, within under a, under a year from when they first picked up a baseball, uh, they were uh, competing at, uh, at at an incredibly elite level, and they were drafted into the Major League Baseball organization. It was a, uh, it's an incredible incredibly inspiring story about how these boys did it and to get a chance to meet not only JB who came up with the idea but the boys who who took uh, who took this opportunity and ran with it was uh, was was pretty great for me yeah, fascinating stuff. And as you say, kind of begging to be made into a film, really. What a wonderful true story. But you're talking about him coming up with the idea. Let's have a look at a clip when he pitches it. Yes. Mr. Chang, if we can deliver to Major League Baseball its first Indian ball player, that's a billion new fans. What do a billion new fans need? A billion hats, a billion T-shirts. And you want to set this up like it's a talent contest. Exactly. That will ensure maximum exposure of talent press. See, once we go over there and find these guys, we bring them back here, we train them in LA, then we get them signed with a professional franchise. What's your timeline? Two years. Can you do it in one? Sure. That's brilliant. <laughs> so your character's a real risk taker, isn't he? Really. Well, it, that sort of sets up the you know that there was definitely a financial imperative, uh, yes. uh, uh, sort of in, in the in the big idea of this. But when, what ends up happening, um, uh, and actually ended up happening to JB in his life, we we showed in the film is that uh, he is he is incredibly. Um, Moved emotionally by these by these two boys and and the incredible risks that they take, coming to from out out of tiny villages in in the middle of India, coming to L.A. not speaking English, never having uh, really picked up a baseball to try and do this, uh, to take advantage of this opportunity. He, uh, he and he ends up becoming a bit of a, a, a sort of a surrogate father to them, uh, and it and it profoundly uh, changes his life for the better. And and I was able to confirm that that that, that was really. That was the journey that he went on. It's wonderful, isn't it? Because I found it very heartwarming in the movie, and I thought, oh, is that what it really happened? Was he really so cynical, and then his heart was melted? But apparently, that's exactly. It's exactly what how happened. It he ended out. up. He ended up meeting his yeah. wife. They have two children now, and and uh, and he has gone back every year since to to continue his uh, this this million dollar arm program, and has given six, seven, eight other other kids uh, opportunities that's where so where there was none before. Talking about going back, um, let's have a little clip when you first go off to India. Sorry. Sir, can I take a minute, sir? Yeah. 183. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Upstairs, upstairs. All right, all right. Thank you. Hi there. Oops, excuse me. Sorry. Whoops. Yep, there we go. That's my fault. Uh, can you tell me where, uh, which one of 3B is? Hello, I'm J.B. Bernstein. J.B.B., sir. Hello, I'm Vivek. Weren't you supposed to pick me up at the airport today? 
Yes, but that is tomorrow. No, Vivek, today. That's why I'm standing here. <laughs> Great. Now, am I right in thinking that was actually your first day of filming? In yes, and you yeah. may have noticed I was sweating a little bit. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> uh, that was not uh, uh, fake sweat. Wow. Uh, okay, that was, that was, in fact, we shot uh, a lot of that, on the, the, especially the street scenes, was the, the very first day we, we shot in India. And I got out of the car at, at 6.30 in the morning on a, on, a, on a weekday in Mumbai, and there were about... 75,000 people between me and the and the uh, and the 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 set uh, they were not extras they were just people uh, going about their their day-to-day -day. so it was it was uh, it was something you had to navigate um, it, there was no traffic control there was no, no. lockups or anything <laughs> it was just okay let's go uh, and and it was brutally hot so Wow. It was a, it was an experience. How was the rest of your time filming in India? It was fantastic. Once yeah. you, we were over there for about a month, and I had never been to Asia, much much less India, so it was all brand new for, for me. And yeah. it's, uh, you, but you definitely have to kind of give yourself over to uh, being in such a foreign and exotic place. And it was, it is, it is positively and negatively, it is an assault on all of your senses. Uh, and and it's uh, it's. It, but it was fascinating. We 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 spent uh, a couple weeks in Mumbai, and then we went up to Agra, where the Taj Mahal is, and then we shot a couple days in a, a smaller town, a tiny little village of five million people, um, <laughs> called Lucknow. It was told to me it was a very small town, very small town. I said, "How big?" They said, five million. I was like, "Ah, tiny." Um, so yeah, so we, we got to see um, uh, quite a bit of the country, and it was uh, it was it's it's just a it's a beautiful place. It's uh, it's, it's somewhere I definitely want to go back. Yeah, wonderful. I'm sure they will welcome you back. Um, <laughs> now, your character encounters a bit of culture clash, doesn't he, when, when he gets there? Shall we have a look at a clip where that all starts to kick in and he realizes what he's in for? First of all, uh, I'm happy to inform you that all our plans are running smoothly and on time. Great. Can I see the flyers? Flyers are not here yet. Uh, they are at the printers. We are trying to get them. Okay, how about the T-shirts? They are at the warehouse. We are trying to get them too. Okay, but the equipment that we sent over, the batting cages, balls, bats, that's all yes, here. Yes. I'm, I'm happy to confirm that they all are here in India. But you don't have them here? No, they are at the customs. Uh, I think we, we, we should be working on that. Oh, okay, Vivek, I need things to run on time and smoothly, but actually run on time and smoothly, not Indian on time and smoothly. You know, here in India, we do things a little differently than in the US. <laughs> That's brilliant. And of course, the roles, what I liked about it, the roles are kind of reversed, of course, when you bring the boys back to America and they experience culture clash, don't they? Right? That's kind of like fish out of water, really. Yeah, it's, it's very much uh, uh, both sides experience uh, yeah. uh, the sort of isolation and, and complete uh, adriftness that you have when you're, when you're thrown into a culture that you don't really know anything about. And, uh, and again, th this is based in, in, in reality. JB went over there knowing really nothing. Um, and having to kind of react and, 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 and think on his feet over there. Uh, and it says something to his, to his dedication to what he's actually created over there that, that he, he has since gone back every year and, and, and done Million Dollar Arm every year, uh, but he, hasn't, uh, he, he, is, he now speaks the language. Like he, he's, he's, a, he's an in, incredibly intelligent guy, and, and he's very much committed to, to uh, the opportunity that this, that this program brings to, to tons of kids. Did it change you at all, that experience of going over there and playing this part? 
Um, I lost about 15 pounds. Okay. That's, uh, that, that was a bit of a change. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's the best, uh, you know, it's the best version of, of, of what travel should do is yeah. to sort of broaden your horizons and expose you to different cultures and different uh, uh, sensibilities and different ways of, of doing things. Um, and, and India is certainly that. Yeah, absolutely. When you look back, what really stands out for you about your travels that you think, wow, that was just an amazing moment? Uh, if, if anybody has not been to Mumbai, it is, it is a <laughs> eye-opener. Uh, it is, it is a, an incredibly crowded, incredibly vibrant uh, place that is s absolutely soaked in, in history. And, yeah. and, uh, and it's just so very different from a, from a Western standpoint. It's just, it, it, it is from, from the religion to the cuisine to the, the history. It's just, it's, uh, it's, it, it is, it is, I, I would go home every day and like Wikipedia, the 95 things that I learned that day because really? I wanted to learn more about them. Still have so much to learn when you go somewhere like that. Indeed. Yeah. Let's talk about m a little bit more about what happens when he comes back and the boys obviously go through trials. Um, but there's also a romance with a neighbor played by Lake Bell. Yes. A very wonderful Lake Bell. The lovely and talented Lake Bell. She's fantastic. Tell us more about how you got on with her filming. I've known Lake for many, many years. We, we were actually friends apart from the uh, from the film and I've worked on her show. I don't know if you guys get Children's Hospital over here. I don't know, it's a, uh, it's a it's a ridiculously funny show, so you should try to find it online. Um, just don't pirate it. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, it but uh, I've I've worked with her before, and um, and she is you know phenomenally talented and incredibly funny, and and also presents this very for being a, a, a beautiful woman. She also presents this very approachable kind of real uh, sensibility yeah. as well. So uh, we we had a, a wonderful time together, and and uh, and we were we're kind of we're pretty good together on on screen. I think so. Yeah, it worked out definitely because there's a nice kind of will they won't they thing going on throughout the film. Oh, they will. <laughs> Spoiler. Um, well, actually, we're going to find out from a clip uh, pretty much a little bit of. What happens? Let's have a look. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Say it. Sir, we need to know when you're going to marry Miss Brenda. Yes. No, guys, this is not what you ask in America. What do you ask? You would say, how far did you get with Miss Brenda? You travel with her? No, no, no. It's not like distance. It's like physically. Like, did you kiss her? That kind of thing. Huh? That's private, no sir. Yes, it is private. Thank you. I think you should marry Miss Brenda. Uh, even I also think. Yes, sir. You are, you're old. You should marry her. Start family. Number one, I am not old. You're a little bit old. Hey, number two, just because I've slept over at her house doesn't mean I have to marry her. <laughs> Did you kiss Miss Brenda? <laughs> no. She kissed me. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's not only a funny scene, but it kind of exhibits what a lovely relationship your character sort of develops with the guys. It's, uh, and again, based in, in reality, uh, uh, Rinku and Dinesh, uh, the, the, the real guys, are, are still very much part of, uh, of J.B. Bernstein's life. Um, he, 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 he maintains a presence in their life. Um, enough can't be said also about uh, Suraj Sharma, Madhuri Mittal, and Pita Bhastrapathi, who, who are wonderful in the film. Uh, and, and, and really provide a lot of the, the sort of emotional uh, heavy lifting uh, because it is it is after all it's 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 their journey too and yeah. uh, they are they are truly 
truly gifted, gifted actors and really wonderful. Did you have any moments where you just couldn't stop laughing on set? Was it a fun set to work? Peter on? Bosch, who 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 plays Amit, is is <laughs> he's very very funny. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we would uh, we would there would be a lot of cutting up on set between those those three boys and me. Uh, <laughs> Did you so, have yeah. a kind of boys' club going on, or was Lake all part of this? Uh, Lake would hang every now and again, but it yeah. was it was a, it was a predominantly male set. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Um, so, in terms of baseball, I mean, we don't know much about that. At least I don't know much about that here. What is so inspiring about it to you? Because I know you're a big fan. Um, you know, I, I I'm actually also oddly a, a cricket fan. Um, I I, uh, I, f I find myself over here quite a lot working on various projects and 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 cricket always seems to be on television. So I, yeah. I, uh, I guess it's because the games are so long, but uh, it's, uh, it does have a lot of similar shared DNA with baseball. And what I really like about it, uh, both, both games, is that there's no clock. You know, right. it just takes as long as it takes. And uh, there's something very pastoral about that. There's something very kind of relaxing about that. Okay. Uh, that I really appreciate, and and uh, you know I've I've grew up playing baseball, and I've grew up uh, sort of idolizing uh, the St. Louis Cardinals, which are my my team, my hometown team, and um, and it's um, you know it's a it's a lovely sport, and I still play it, which is ridiculous because I'm far too old to be doing anything like that. Uh, so next time when you see me and I've got a you know busted elbow, you'll understand <laughs> you'll why. You'll know why exactly. When you say there's no clock and it's very relaxing, is that a way kind of of escape from like your hectic life, or have you always sort of felt? That? Um, I've kind of always felt like that. I just mm. like going to watch baseball, um, and and I've had the experience of watching you know the World Series and and the playoffs and professional baseball, but also just like little league and watching it in high school. And I don't know, it's just always been fun. Yeah, yeah, exciting. Let's talk about the film's appeal now. It's something that it's a PG film, so we, you know, kids can watch it. I think w what's nice about this is there is a lot. There's the romance, and there's the sport, and there's the inspiring sight, and and the, the boys have maybe got something to relate to for the younger generation. Which well, you think? yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a first of all, it's a nice opportunity for me to actually have my friends who have children uh, to send them to one of my movies. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm really, I really hope they didn't go see Bridesmaids, and I. <laughs> And I also really quite hope they haven't watched Mad Men. Um, but uh, but I could I could legitimately say, please go see this movie. I think you'll like it. And 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 especially for for kids of a certain age, I think it is, uh, it's 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 inspiring. I mean, what these boys went through and the success that they've had um, has, from what I understand, inspired an entire generation of 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 Indian kids to like to look up to these guys and say like, well, those guys did it, and if I work hard enough, I can do it too. Isn't it wonderful to portray someone who really has changed lives? It, it is, yeah. and and you know, my, my day job, I, I play uh, you know maybe not the nicest character in the world, um, so it's <laughs> it's nice to to play someone with uh, with heart and, and and sort of a redemptive quality. That's a that's a nice thing too. Yeah, but in the beginning, actually, which we don't see from the clips there, that your character is a little bit of the playboy. Well, right? he has to come from somewhere to go somewhere, I guess. So, uh, yes. <laughs> Do you have a little Don Draper there at all? <laughs> Very different hair. <laughs> Very different hair, absolutely. Yeah. Well, anything else you'd like to talk about re relating to the film before we cut to the crowd? And they may have some other I questions. I want to hear questions from uh, the people who decided you to come here. Well, let's do that. I think Friday one or two of them might the have some questions for you. Um, so if you could wait till the microphone comes to you, please. We have a hand up here. Thank you very much. Hi. Um, during filming in India, which was your favorite location? Um, Wow, uh, probably Mumbai. It's uh, we were there the longest, definitely. 
um, and it was the most uh, exciting. Uh, it's it's a humongous city with all of the good things that cities have, um, entertainment-wise and restaurant-wise. And uh, but we also went. I got a chance to see the uh, the Taj Mahal in Agra. Uh, which is absolutely breathtaking, uh, and it's it's almost a cliche at this point to say that it's you know, it, oh wow, it's a beautiful building, blah blah blah. But it's it really is a breathtakingly cool building, and uh, and uh, that it, it is it is it is one of the wonders of the world for a reason. It is it is totally totally breathtaking. So those two places probably. Thank you very much. Okay, have a question from over this side here. Thank you. Hi. You can use this. Hi. Hello. Um, I'm glad you mentioned your day job. I'm one of your Mad Men junkies, okay. so it's lovely to see you. And I wanted to know if you're ready to say goodbye to Don Draper. Well, we we have shot the the, the final episodes. Uh, we, uh, we wrapped on. Uh, <laughs> somebody get some water. Um, we 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 wrapped uh, the final episode of the show on July 3rd in Los Angeles, and uh, and it'll. Those those final seven will start airing in April, I, I believe, in April over here as well. Um, and uh, you know, it's it's it was eight years of my life doing that show, and uh, that was that's uh, that's about you know twenty percent of my time on this planet, um, and a significantly longer percentage of my career. So uh, it's it's time for it to end, and it was it's nice to have it in the rear view, and we all knew it was coming, we all knew it would have an end. So, uh, but uh, I will miss playing that that character and playing that part. Well, you're very <laughs> sweet. Thank you. Okay, there's some questions in the front here. We have to pass the mic down. Or thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Um, thank you for Mad Men, by the way. I just love it. <laughs> well, I don't make it. <laughs> well, you do. What's the biggest honor, a Cardinals bobblehead or an Emmy <laughs> this weekend? <laughs> uh, well, um, the bobblehead is pretty cool. Uh, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, uh, I, I didn't bring any with me, unfortunately. Uh, th I, was, I was able to, to throw out the first pitch at a, at a St. Louis Cardinal game recently, and they, they uh, gave away little bobblehead toys of my head. Um, which, which is weird, uh, but but uh, but pretty cool also. Um, so there, I think I think the I think I'll take the bobblehead. <laughs> Good question. Thank you. Um, more in the front row here, please. Thank you. Hi, John. Hello. Thank you for coming to London Apple Store. My pleasure. My name is Son. Uh, my question is: Would you like to do a Marvel superhero movie? Anything? Marvel, <laughs> Disney, <laughs> Doctor Strange. <laughs> I kind of want to be in Guardians of the Galaxy. Is it too late? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, sure. I mean, that would be that would be cool. Uh, superhero movies are awesome. Um, I recently, like everyone else on the planet, saw Guardians of the Galaxy, and I thought it was incredible. I'm looking forward to the Avengers and all of that other stuff. They're making very good movies these days. Um, so uh, yeah, you know it would be nice. I guess I can ask some people from Disney here if they'll be kind enough to put me in anything. Uh, but uh, usually those I don't get to make those decisions. Those decisions get handled at a bit of a higher pay grade than mine. <laughs> oh, what's this space? Um, someone in the back row there. Thank you. Hi, John. I was Hello. just wondering what it was like to work with Alan Arkin because he's one of my favorite actors. Uh, Alan Arkin is is. Uh, Amazing, uh, you know he's he's in his 80s, and we were over there in 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 India in unforgiving conditions, to 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 say the least. 
and he <clears throat> he is incredibly uh, quick-witted, facile, funny, uh, and kind, um, but very very present as an actor. He's a he's a he's absolutely a delight, um, and it was a, it was a total joy to get to work with him. I hope I get the chance again. Yeah, he's a great part of the film. I agree. We've got a gentleman here with his hand up in the front row. I wonder if we could thank you very much. Thanks, John. Uh, why did you give yourself a time limit, 30 years of age, to make it in acting? And if, it hadn't, if you hadn't got those parts, would you have carried on to, into your 40s? <laughs> As you said, you didn't want to become an, uh, one of those actors at right. 45. Um, <clears throat> well, that's why I did it, because I didn't want to become that sort of cautionary tale. Um, I came out to Los Angeles when I was 25 years old, and uh, I figured five years would, have, would be would be enough uh, to see if I could if I could break into the business. It's a pretty significant amount of time, especially when you're 25. Uh, and it just seemed like a nice round number, 30, to, to, to either to take stock and say, I'm either moving forward with this and finding success, or I'm going to pack it in. So if you hadn't got those parts, would you have carried on another five years? Uh, that's a very good question. And I, I don't have the answer to it because fortunately I did get those parts uh, and that uh, that was incredibly uh, cool I mean I, I turned 30 on a on the set of a movie uh, so that was that was pretty great wonderful thank you um, we've got uh, some more hands up down here if you would like to pass the mic right to the back there please thank you very much indeed hi John hello um, you did some directing on Mad Men did you enjoy it and is it something that you'd like to do again uh, it was. It's, it, I did enjoy it. Um, it was uh, directing television is 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 a completely different skill set than than directing uh, features, for example. Um, mostly, it's about not running the the train off the tracks. Um, and it was. It had been offered to me to, to direct uh, as far back as I think season three, uh, and I didn't at that point think I, I was ready to do it. And then I ended up doing uh, The Town. I watched Ben Affleck uh, direct himself. Uh, John Slattery by that point had, had directed, um, during season, at some point during season four, he had directed an episode. And I watched uh, Jen do it on Friends with Kids. Uh, and so I realized, like, I, I realized what I was getting into and realized that it, it could be done. Uh, so it, was, uh, it would be a challenge. I knew it would be a challenge, just simply the amount of screen time I have on the show is is a, is a tricky thing to do prep work and then post-production work because we're constantly shooting. Uh, but we, we made it work um, and uh, and it was a, a tremendously uh, edifying experience. It was it was a, a huge uh, uh, um, eye-opener for, for me to see how all of all of the other departments work that we as actors really never get to see. Um, and, and it gave me a, a much deeper appreciation for all of the, the, the people whose, whose work goes in the show. I mean, we have, you know, f 500 people that work on the show um, in various capacities. And um, it's safe to say that without any one of them, the, the show wouldn't be as good as it is. So it's, uh, it was nice to actually get to, to really, really learn that in a hands-on way. Great. Good question. Thank you. Um, there's a lady here who's uh, a hand up in the row in front, please, if you could pass it down. Thank you. Hi, um, what was the most surprising culture difference between the US and India? Uh, there, there are two that, that really uh, hit hard when you get there. And one is, is, is the population. 
uh, it is it, every flat surface is covered with people uh, in, in, a, in, a, in a very uh, kind of arresting way. Uh, and, and consequently, the, the other one that's incredibly hard to deal with is the poverty. Um, it's a strange fact, but uh, Mumbai ha is the home of the single most expensive residential property in the world. It costs over a billion dollars. It's one person's house. Uh, and it's also the, the city that has the greatest collection of billionaires in the world as well. And yet it is... Uh, the poverty is 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 breathtaking, and uh, and it's it's a, it's a hard it's a hard kind of duality to accept. Uh, that that part was 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 tricky. It was very very tricky to get my head around. Thank you. Let's go towards the back there, please. If lady there, thank you. Hi. Hello. Um, have you ever been starstruck? Have I ever been starstruck? <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, in fact, and it's a, uh, it, it, it's, 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 <laughs> I didn't particularly like it. I, I, I didn't know what to say to Jeff Bridges when I met him, because I wanted to say about 40 things, and I couldn't think of one thing, so I literally stood there with a dumb smile on my face and forgot that he was putting his hand out to shake my hand, so I sort of just stared at him. And for an uncomfortably long time, and he had just won an Academy Award. He literally had an Academy Award in his other hand. And I was like, <laughs> eventually something came out of my mouth that must have sounded enough like English that uh, we had a bit of a conversation. But it was, uh, that was, that was, that was the, the last time I was starting. Have you met him since? I have not. No. I'm assuming whenever he sees me coming, he immediately crosses the street or Run turns away. around. Oh, God, that idiot again. He's going to breathe on me. Great. Okay. Um, questions over here. Thank you. I enjoyed watching the ESPYs this year. Thank you. They were very good for the first time in a while. <laughs> um, what was working with Larry David like? Uh, you're talking about Clear History, a yes. movie I did with Larry David for HBO. It was, uh, it was great. Um, I, 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 like many in the room probably, I'm a big uh, Seinfeld and Curb Your Enthusiasm uh, fan. And uh, to get an opportunity to work with uh, Larry on, on, on that kind of improvisational, really, uh, really you know, kind of quick-witted, fun project. And then to also, I mean, that we, we had so many great people in that, in that film. Um, it, was a, it, was, it was really fun. It was a blast. And he, he actually told me, he's like, why would you ever want to memorize lines anymore? And I was like, well, let's see, you, you make a good point, actually. Uh, but it was, it was a blast. Uh, there was like a treatment. So you had kind of uh, rough outlines of the scenes. And, we, and we, we knew where we were going. It was just a matter of of uh, the most fun way to get there. Thank you. Okay, there's more in the front row here. Thank you very much. Hi. I like your necklace very Thank much. You. Is that an owl? It is. I've got two owls on my fingers. It's, it's, a, it's an owl, owl city happening here. This is amazing. <laughs> oh, well, you turn it around now. I can totally tell it's yeah. an owl. Okay. Um, it's back to Mad Men again. Okay. Uh, do you know what's going to happen to the costumes? What's going to happen to all the costumes? Yeah, they go are they going to auction them? No, because uh, I, <laughs> I wouldn't mind a few of those dresses, to be honest. Well, uh, in fact, I think some of the ones that that Janie made, uh, Janie Bryant, who's our, our costume designer, um, 
may in fact be be auctioned off for charity. Um, but the majority of like the majority of the suits that I wear and the the clothes that that most of us wear are, are rented uh, from a from a costume shop in in Do you Los know the Angeles. Name? <laughs> Western costume. Great, <laughs> I'll in, be there. It's in Burbank. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Very close to the airport. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, there's another one in the front row here. If you wouldn't mind passing down, thank you. Hi there, John. Um, when you have a particularly dramatic or sad scene to do in a movie or TV, do you think of when you found out when Pujols was signing with the Angels? <laughs> uh, I was I was actually a supporter of that trade. I was sorry to see Albert Pujols go. This is a very obscure baseball conversation that yeah, uh, these two Americans that. are going to have, so please humor us. Um, I, but I've thought that uh, everybody won in that trade. I was, I was sad to see him go. I would have liked to see him end his career as a Cardinal, but... Uh, he might come I'm also back. I'm also happy to see that he's had a lot of success and he's been reunited with David Fries now. So there's two of the members of the 2011 World Series Championship St. Louis Cardinals back together again. <laughs> Good stuff. Okay, who's got the mic? This is, um, yeah, back there, sure thing. Yeah. Thank you. Hi, John. Uh, you've proven many times that you have very good comedic timing, especially on SNL. Um, is it hard to find really good comedy scripts in Hollywood these days? Um, well, you're very sweet to say that, first of all. I, I, I don't generally consider myself very funny. I think I have the unique talent of standing next to funny people, um, which, is, which has proven me uh, uh, to be very useful. Um, Comedy is hard, as, as somebody once famously said. Dying is easy. Comedy is hard. Um, it's it's it is hard because the, the, is there you know there 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 are only a, a handful of of really great comedies that get made every year. I happen to think that one of the ones that I made, Bridesmaids, was one of the one of the really great ones. Well, thank you. Um, and that was strictly because. That move, my my participation in that movie came about uh, because I met Kristen hosting Saturday Night Live, and she and Annie wrote this incredible script, and and she wanted me to be in it, and she she I think originally wanted me to play the the Chris O'Dowd part, um, and I couldn't do it because of the show I had no time, um, but so she's like, well, will, will you be will you be in it in another role? And I was like, sure. What's the role? She's like, well, we haven't written it yet, but we're we're gonna we're gonna get you in there. And then I read it, and the first three pages are us having crazy sex all the time. I'm like, all right, Kristen. <laughs> Not cool. <laughs> uh, but it was, it, was, it was cool, and it was, it was a pleasure to be asked. You know, Paul Feig directed that film, uh, and Paul had directed an episode of Mad Men. Uh, also, the creator of Freaks and Geeks, one of the sort of seminal television shows of the 90s. And uh, his comic sensibility and mine hew very closely together. So I, I, I just have been incredibly fortunate, is, is all I can say, is to, is, to be, is to be sort of put in these little parts that are somehow funny. Have you got any plans to work with Jennifer again, your partner? Uh, she's, she's kicking a few ideas around right now. And uh, um, never say never. You know, it's uh, making making a movie the last time in fact i was here at this very on this very stage was for friends with kids um and it it's it's a lot of work yeah to write and direct and produce and star no and doubt. all of that stuff so it, it usually takes her a couple years to kind of yeah. recharge yeah. from that um and she wanted to focus on being an actor a little bit more and she's yeah. done like two or three plays in a row over in new york and and it's it's really been um 
it's it's really been good for her yeah. and it's uh but but you can I can always tell because she'll start she'll start kind of like thinking about an idea and then <laughs> once she starts that process she you, won't give it up. You can see it germinating. Yes. Yeah, good stuff. Right about over here. I think we may be another question. Thank you. Hi John. Um, sorry, it's another Mad Men question. Um, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I, Come on, you I knew do you were know that get I'm tonight. on the show. <laughs> You're not surprising me that I, that I'm on Mad Men. I just wondered if you could tell us what your favorite Don Draper moment was. Um, I usually kind of have two answers to this because it's uh, when we shot the pilot. Uh, there's there's a moment at the end of the pilot where you've seen this man go through this day, this this person who you think is one person, and then you they reveal at the end of the show that he's married and has two children, uh, and it's a it's a very big reveal. <laughs> you think this guy is single, he's got a mistress, he's got a girlfriend, he's got a whatever, uh, and then you, you realize he he has a family. Um, that's a that's a that says a lot about uh, about uh, Don. Um, but there's another moment that happens later on in the series. It's actually not, it's, more, it's a series of moments actually, but later on in the, in the show, in, in the fourth season after Don has gone through a lot of hardship, including uh, getting divorced from, uh, from Betty and, and uh, kind of trying to navigate the, the shambles of his life, uh, where he and, uh, Peggy Olson, played by Elizabeth Moss, have a have kind of a hash it out, knock down, drag out fight. It's an episode called The Suitcase, and uh, there's a moment in, in in that episode where Don, who has finally realized he's lost uh, Anna Draper, who who uh, is the only person to this point who really knows his his really knows his past. Pete's found out a little, and Betty found out a little as well, but uh, the. He he's lost her. She's dead, and then he gets this news, and he and he breaks down, and he realizes that that Pe Peggy has seen all of this, and uh, and is, is he says I've I've just lost the only person that ever really knows me, and she says No, you haven't, uh, and it's a it's a beautiful defining moment in their relationship, which is a very a relationship that's very fraught with a lot of you know ups and downs to say the least, um, but it's a it's a nice. You know, that I, I've always said it's not a mistake that, that, that the Mad Men begins on Peggy's first day at work. Um, and in many ways, she is uh, a counterpoint to Don. And, um, and, and it's, uh, it's, a, it's a nice relationship to watch over the, over the course of the season. And Great. I won't say anything more Thank about you. that. Thank you. That's beautifully put. Um, we've got time for one or two more questions. Where's the mic? We can pass it over here to that lady. Thank you very much. Hello. Um. <laughs> Sorry, I've been doing this a long time, guys. <laughs> I was I was on the radio at eight in the morning or something like that. So you're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> I may be a little punchy. Um, over the past five and ten years, um, Hollywood's kind of churned out quite a lot of sequels and reimagining some remakes. Do you, do you find it challenging to find a try and find a original script or do you find that you know you've done stuff like in tv like the young person's the young doctor's notebook and you know finding things that kind of stand out rather than just sort of stay the same um it's it's you know look it's the the, the business model in hollywood has definitely shifted as you as you've as you've uh, as you mentioned it's uh the kind of middle ground movies 
like this, uh, or, or like the town, for example, or even bridesmaids that are, that are made for, for not for considering a studio budget, you know, they're only made for $30 million, uh, is uh, they, they kind of don't get made anymore because the, the, the big movies, the tent poles, the, the, the sequels, the franchises are, are the ones that, that really generate revenue. Um, so it's it's kind of that that narrative has has kind of fallen to either independent filmmaking, or increasingly television, and uh, and it's um, you know there's no stigma attached. It used to be the big screen and the small screen and the silver screen and then the crappy TV screen, uh, but more and more people are finding that that the, the kind of rewarding storytelling is happening uh, more and more in television and uh it doesn't mean there's not a market for this the the movie did very well in the states and and people responded very very well to it um but it's it's just that the business is kind of moving seemingly inexorably but 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 gradually away from that um but you know you look at the the the, the the five actors who I'm nominated with uh, f for an Emmy, and it's and it's mostly movie guys. You know, it's Kevin Spacey and Jeff Daniels and and Matt McConaughey and and Woody Harrelson and me and Brian. I mean, it's uh, we're outnumbered, <laughs> uh, but it's it's uh, it says a lot about the quality of, of of storytelling on TV and the and the willingness of of networks to to give these showrunners uh, a lot of creative leeway. Thank you for that question. Time for one more question about the film Million Dollar Arm. If anyone's got anything they would like to ask about that. <laughs> you <laughs> can still ask about Mad Men. It's fine. <laughs> I thought it would wrap things up. The lady behind you. Thank you so much. Hi, John. Hello. Um, so back to Million Dollar Arm. Oh. Um, what was it that um, interested you in the script? Was it the contrasting character or just the storyline itself? Uh, it was uh, those two things, definitely. But mostly it was the fact that it was a, a true story. It, it was grounded in, in reality. Uh, those I always feel like when you when you see something as a true story, you're you're you're, you're immediately um, everything takes on a little more uh, resonance uh, emotionally or, or or whatever. And you know, it's a uh, it's a what you also said too was was attractive to me. The fact that it wasn't you know it was about 180 degrees away from Don Draper. Um, I, I'm not not to say that I don't like playing Don Draper, but I get to I get to do that you know six months out of the year. It's nice to do something different with the other six months. Um, so it was a combination of those factors. Also, we had an amazing creative team on this film. Um, Craig Gillespie, who who did uh, Lars and the Real Girl and uh, Fright Night, um, has has proven himself in in every genre he's 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 uh, set out and and really made a, a beautiful film um, and. Uh, Tommy McCarthy, who wrote the script or adapted the script, I should say, um, um, who's you know written *The Station Agent* and *Win Win* and um, *The Visitor*, these beautiful films. Um, he's an incredibly talented guy, and 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 Mark and Gordon, who produced the movie, uh, have worked with Disney in the past and have made some of my favorite sports movies, uh, *Miracle* and *The Rookie* and things like that. So we had an incredible team uh, put together and a, and a and a phenomenal cast and. I was like, okay, let's do this. Let's do this. And I got a free trip to India. <laughs> Can't say fairer than that. Well, John, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure thank you talking for having to me. you. Thank you thank for, you for all coming. coming. Thank you. It's Friday. <laughs> Go out. <laughs> Have fun.